for takeoff. We are cleared for takeoff. Five, four, three, two, one. Time to take flight in your community and in your life. This is Audio Airstrike. What's up, everybody? I'm Everett Hall McNeil, and this is Audio Airstrike, episode 164. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to be honest with you. I decided to take a break. That's why there wasn't an episode this past Wednesday. Uh, The first Wednesday in February, I wanted to take a break um, because I recently... um, Recently, I've been, you know, doing some grieving over the loss of my cousin, and she passed away uh, last year, but I never had a chance to grieve. Um, It's very important that you take the time to get your emotions together. Um, I found it very struggling to continue to try to pod that day. And the thoughts going across my mind, the moments that were suppressed that I never, you know, had the chance to express because I was so focused on being there for her immediate family, her cousins, uh, her other nephews and sons and, you know, and stuff of that nature. And it's just, it finally caught up to me to the point that I had to take a break. So... I know I didn't give a notice. I apologize for that, but it's one of those things I had no choice but to do. And then with the recent passing of Dustin Diamond, Larry King, and Cicely Tyson, and just a bunch of host of uh, people going away or passing to the other side, um, it made me do some reflection. And I'm not trying to be morbid starting off on this episode, but... um, there is not going to be any video for this because truth be told, like I, I just was not in the mood for it. Um, but I wanted to come on here and, 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 and talk and shed light as to where my mind has been over the past number of days. As I reflect and as I look over, Things that have gone on personally with me. And I want to share a couple of things that I've seen and a person going on with me. Um, there have been times, especially with this pandemic, that I have felt, even though I talk with some people, Some people talk with me. I have felt alone and I have felt kind of distant. And with quarantine and stuff like that, those feelings are going to happen. And part of me in some ways appreciates it. And part of me is like, you know. There's some days I, you know, I, I wish I had that camaraderie, that sense of, you know, hey, let's go out and get together. Um, you know, at times safely that has happened here and there, but, you know, um, it's, it's tiring on the mind. And 
I get fearful because I'm hearing, you know, friends getting COVID here and there and stuff of that nature. And, and it's very, very upsetting. Um, especially because you don't want, you don't want something bad to happen to your friends. So between that and what I told you about my cousin earlier, I took a break and got my mind right on a few things. Mental health is important. And also self-care is important. And I want to encourage you guys today because some of you are feeling that same way. Some of you are feeling like you're alone or you don't have the avenue to communicate or you feel like nobody's going to understand where you're coming from. So you keep that bottled in. When I interact with my family or my friends, I make sure I tell them exactly how I feel about them. I'm very direct. And it's important to be that way. Beating around the bush is not going to get you really where you want to go. I'm just letting you know that. I know that's not everybody's approach, but that's just something that I've learned. And when I sit over here and look at my particular situation, I make sure that I intentionally tell my family and friends my thoughts about them, how much I love them, how much I care about them. It's very important that I'm that direct and that intentional and that they hear that sense of love and care. I'm very... I'm very reflective on those things. Because as time passes and people go away, I don't know if I'm going to see some of these same people again. And this past week, um, dealing with what I was dealing with, um, it, it made me do some reflection. I had a lot of time to think, even though that I had a pretty peaceful week and had a very peaceful weekend, the Super Bowl happening and stuff of that nature and taking my mind off of, you know, things that I would probably let my mind wander on. It's just uh, one of the things that I value the most is quality time and being there for my friends and family. I value being a creative. I value doing this podcast. I value creating content that's about actually helping people. But I value helping out my friends in person and helping out my family in person as well. Um, within good reason.
the point that I'm trying to make, and bear with me because as of right now, I'll be honest with you guys, I was struggling to figure out the purpose of this particular episode. I had a whole agenda about getting somebody on to talk about the recent controversy with Robin Hood last week. That fell through. I was frustrated. More news came out. I was frustrated because I lost the interest to podcast that week, being so frustrated with a bunch of different things. And it bothered me because I don't like letting the small audience that I have down. I don't like letting down people that have listened to the podcast every week. I don't like letting down anybody because I look at it as I have a responsibility now to at least create this content on a weekly basis so somebody is better informed or educated. And I try my best to be as accurate as I possibly can. So if I don't live up to that or if, or if no episode comes out that week, it bothers me. That's the perfectionist side of me. However, from an emotional standpoint, I think the reason why I didn't come out with a podcast last week because I was very down and upset about a lot of different things. And my cousin not being here was one of those things. And also, the sense of failure kind of left me in a state of stillness. Which you got to be careful about that. You can fail at something in life and take some time in stillness to get yourself together, but it's very important you don't stay there too long. And I took a moment to recollect my thoughts, to get back to my centered purpose. Because at the end of the day, the people that supported you that are not with you physically are supporting you in spirit. And I feel like somebody needed to hear that. Because a lot of the times I've seen people blame themselves in certain situations over the stillness is why they never completed certain things. As long as you have breath in your body, you're in your right sound mind, you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish. This episode is to me a very transparent a very honest episode because I had a script. I threw the script out because the reality of the situation is I don't 
really feel like talking about the Super Bowl based on how I'm feeling. I don't really feel like going in and talking about the country singer that ran his mouth saying the N-word. I wanted to talk about the fight between experiencing failure and overcoming it. Now, I'll use the kid as an example. I'll use the guy as an example. I'll use the country singer as an example. And I have his name here. His name is Morgan Wallen. Basically, my two cents about it. And for those of you who have listened to this podcast, it's very simple. When it comes to a hateful word like that. If you are at the age, and I feel like if you're a teenager, you know right, good, and well. If you're a teenager, up until your adult life, you know the N-word is something that should not be said. African Americans don't want to hear verbal apologies after somebody says the N-word, especially the way he said it in that video. We don't want to hear verbal apologies. We are only accepting change behavior in 2021. I don't care how many, I don't care how many times he apologizes until his behavior changes. His apology is worth nothing. That is all I have to say about the incident. He experienced a level of failure. He failed to be sensitive after the George Floyd incident and everything that's going on last year and stuff of that nature. He failed to be sensitive to what that word does to a certain type of people. And at this rate, you know what that word does to a certain type of people. So you shouldn't be saying it. I don't go around just calling anybody just any type of name because it feels good. That's not the, we don't do that. I have too much respect for people's culture left and right to be doing stuff in that regard. It's spiteful, it's hateful, and he's got to atone for it. Straight up, and that's all I have to say about it. But when we talk about failure and we talk about perseverance perseverance, and pushing through and trying to figure out things, it is a process. This is not something that happens overnight. This platform did not happen overnight. Me coming in here and talking about the issues that I faced and how I overcame them did not happen overnight. It took weeks. It took months. It took years in some regards when I faced certain levels of adversity. And when it comes to adversity and failure, it is a test. Make no mistake about it. It is a 
To some people, it is a test. To some people, it is a 16-round bout. And some people are not sure if they're even going to make it. It can be exhausting. Trust me, I've been there. Especially when you've had to rebuild certain phases of your life over and over and over again. And then to deal with the fact that even if you are sitting over there rebuilding your life, that some of the people around you, some of the very people around you that you hold in high regard, more so than they do, are hindering you and don't even realize they're doing it by the way that they are criticizing the fact that you have to rebuild over and over again. That is the worst. That is annoying because they are spectating. They are on the sidelines watching you play the game and you are trying to get a certain play done so you can make it to the next end zone of your life. And that is hindering at you. Because they are on the sidelines being agitated, whether they care about it or not. That's what they're doing because of what they're saying. Their energy is not helping you. It's not motivating you to carry out the plan to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And it is frustrating and it is annoying. And at some point, you want to push him out of the arena of life. He or she or whatever pronoun you want to use. It's frustrating. You sit there and you go, damn, where's the self-respect for me? Is there any respect for me? And if you sit there and ask these questions, don't let your mind wander too long on those questions. I said it before and I'll say it again. If they don't respect you, now... Where you are and where you're trying to be at a mature standpoint, they're never going to respect you. So what's the point of carrying on a conversation? There used to be a time when you deal with people back when you were younger and you would engage in a conversation if you had a disagreement with them. Nowadays, it's not even worth it because regardless as to what you say or regardless as to what somebody else says, you're going to end up being the villain in somebody else's story. Or you're the bad guy. There's no point of arguing at that point. Do they have the mental capacity to admit they're wrong? Do they have the, the mental capacity to be transparent as you are? If not, it's not worth a conversation. And I need to say this because there's people out there that are still doing this. Even at my age. Stop looking for your own self-respect based on the expectations from other people. They're not in your shoes. They're not, they didn't come from your background. They're only going to relate to you so much. Am I clear on that? Do we have an understanding on that? When it comes to self-respect, you are going to only find that from within. Some people who listen to this show are re religious and some are not. And respect 
is given to you guys anyway on both sides. But I'm just going to speak from my perspective. I had to go to God to figure out how to have self-respect for myself, how to have love for myself, how to protect myself. I had to do the due diligence to make sure that that happened. And you have to do the same. If you get caught up on what your parents want, on what your boss wants, I'm not saying abandon your responsibilities as a human being to pay the bills, but I ain't, what I am saying is don't get so in your head and caught up in what everybody else wants that you lose sight of what you were called to do here. It's very, very important. I sat back and I looked at from all angles. How people lose themselves. Looking for validation from other people. And that's how people get manipulated. Because they're putting their faith in other people. If you want somebody to respect you highly, learn to respect your self-worth and who you are. You'll get the high respect that you're looking for. If you want somebody to treat you fairly, treat yourself fairly and also treat others fairly. And watch what happens. If you want. To be respected. As a visionary. Do not wait for somebody to validate your vision. Carry out your vision out. Seek high counsel. But still make strides to carry your vision out. It is very, very important that you do. We sit over here and we look at the different issues and things that come up mentally that cause people to fall astray in their life. That's life. It happens and People need to realize that just because it happened doesn't mean it's a death sentence. That doesn't mean that you stay there in that spot. There's ways that you can pull through. But you got to love yourself enough, respect yourself enough to keep on going. It can be hard. trying to raise children through this pandemic. It can be hard managing kids going to school virtually. It can be hard going to a job site in an area that is highly infected with COVID and you don't know who's got it. It is hard. 
to have somebody in the hospital and you can't visit them for whatever reason due to pandemic regulations. It is hard when you have been unemployed since March and you don't know when the next job is coming in. It is hard. But what's even going to be harder is if you allow yourself to mentally be stuck about how hard it is and instead pivot and figure out a way to dig yourself up that hole. I know it's not easy. I've had a lot of incidents in my life where I wasn't sure how this was going to end. This job fell through. I got let go from this job. This person didn't treat me well. This person lied to me. This person manipulated me. This person made fun of me. This person called me everything but a child of God. This person abused me. Just different instances where I could have easily said, you know what, forget it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm glad that my faith, I'm glad of the counsel that I got from friends and family didn't allow me to stay in my own head a lot. And some of you need that person that is going to turn around and edify you, build you up, and let you know that you are worth more than what you think. You have sat back and have debated about your self-worth for too long. You have sat back and have talked yourself out of opportunities for too long. You have sat back and wondered if I'm pretty enough Do I have mentally what it takes? You second-guessed yourself out of your calling. You got to stop that. I wasted a lot of time second-guessing myself out of opportunities. I do not want you to keep on making the same mistake. When I locked in and didn't second guess myself, I was rewarded. Why? Because I went after the opportunity. I wasn't worried about my flaws. I wasn't worried about what I didn't know. 
I was going to figure it out and learn it. And I was going to teach myself or get somebody to teach me how to accomplish what I was trying to accomplish. And that is the mindset that you need to continue to move forward. And if anybody is preventing that, then get them out of the way. I'm not saying hire somebody to kill them. That's not what I'm saying. Don't don't do the <laughs> don't do that craziness. What I am saying is is remove them out of your life. A lot of people want respect but don't know how to get it don't know how to achieve it some people think somebody being fearful of them is respect no that's fear you're not going to get respect That's what an abuser thinks. So when it comes to genuine respect, genuine care, and, and, and just overall positive energy for everybody to accomplish their calling, what it's going to require is, is that some people need to realize that I can't be in my head too much. I can't worry about my failures. If I expect to push forward and accomplish what I need to accomplish. I failed last week. I didn't put out a podcast episode that I wanted to. In my mind, I wanted to do it. But also in my heart, I was too mentally drained from the realization that my cousin is no longer with us physically. And it didn't hit me until a year after she passed. Let me tell you a little bit about my cousin, Tweety. My cousin became the glue that held multiple families together. My cousin went out of her way to make sure that everybody knew each other. My cousin went out of her way to make sure that you were valued, encouraged, heard and loved my cousin worked beside the police department my cousin was going to get her real estate license my cousin was a beautiful mom my cousin was one of the most genuine people I've ever met and was about her business. My cousin valued 
hard work. She valued her family. And she also valued self-respect in herself. She exude confidence. There's not too many women that I've encountered that carried the confidence that my cousin carried. That's just the reality of the situation. When it comes to figuring out your calling, she was actively doing it. Members of the family knew each other, hung out, all because of the connections she made from one family member to the next, through social media, through Facebook, through group pages, and letting us know, hey, this is your cousin, and this is how they related to you. Make sure you all connect. That's what she went out of her way doing. And to this day, the reason why that a host of family that I never knew, that I now hold close, is because of the foundation and legacy of connection that she laid down. All that is now intact and is continuing. We're coming up on a year since my cousin transitioned. And it's been hard for me. But when I think about the number of times that we talked, the conversations that we shared, it was iron sharpens iron every time I talked with her. I don't have those type of conversations with a lot of people. I had those conversations with her. And when you talk about uplifting each other, when you talk about getting off the phone and, and feeling energized, feeling like you can take all the world. That's what it was like getting off the phone with her after having a very positive conversation. And if she was concerned about something, she would express it respectfully. That's who my cousin Tweety was.
And so while, yes, it is hard and she's not with us. I'm going to miss to the family outings and looking out for a girl with a baseball cap, heels, jeans, and a nice shirt walking up to me and being encouraging not only to me, but a host of other family members. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss the selfies with the model-like smile she had. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss the jokes she had about Uggs and what season you should wear them. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss her physical presence, but I know she is with us in spirit. And I want to say this. The same confidence the same respect that she garnered, you can have in your life as well. You just have to get out of your own head, get around the right people, learn and apply all the stuff that you see around you. And I promise you. You are one step closer. To achieving what you want to achieve. And accomplishing. What you have been called to do. I want to thank you for listening to this. This episode was not easy for me to get through. Um. It, it's it to be honest with you, it has been kind of tough. Um, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for being so patient. Um, thank you for being so uh, kind and and some of you guys have even checked up on me. I, I definitely appreciate that. This episode is dedicated to the memory of my cousin, Quan. Tweety Burgesses. And I miss her a lot. And I look forward to carrying on the legacy that she left. Because now, when it comes to making sure that family knows family and connecting them, I've stepped in that gap to help out in that regard. And I'm happy to do it because that's something, especially because that's something I know she would have wanted. So with that being said, this has been another edition of Audio Airstrike. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you follow us on all podcast platforms. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. Make sure you follow us on YouTube as well for longer content. And we will see you next time for sure. Y'all take care. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. Be blessed.